You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hi everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to session one. I am so excited for you to dive in and get to listen to Monica's journey. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. The first thing I want to say is that the audio is a little rough on my end for the first couple of sessions. I had a lot of echoing and some issues to work out, and obviously we can't re-record a coaching session because then it would lose all the magic. So we're going to go ahead with them, and I assure you they get worked out after the first couple of episodes, so stick with us through that. You won't regret it, but just know that we did have some issues initially. So. We're gonna dive right into this first session after Monica and I have done kind of all the intro and housekeeping stuff. Now, an intro is super important in a coaching relationship, so I do wanna encourage you to do that. We went ahead and cut that out of the first session because it's ultimately not the most important part of her journey, and it's definitely not going to be the most exciting for you to listen to. But just know that that's a super important part of opening the coaching relationship is starting with that introduction and expectations. But for now, let's dive right in and have you start listening to Monica's session. Awesome. Okay, so let's just start with a brain dump. Like, I just want to know, like, what's going on? What makes you feel like you're super ready to dive into coaching right now? And thinking about coming to this call, what was most pressing on your mind? Give me a brain dump. I'm going to take notes. So feel free to go for as long or as little as <laughs> good, and then we'll dive in. Okay. So I definitely feel like I, I've been a coach before I even knew it was a thing, um, helping my husband and like, you know, number of people that we know in business, just always offering guidance and support. And I love it. And it lights me up. And so for like the last year in my old business, kind of not being lit up and being very unhappy to the point where it was like, I am walking away because I need to be happy again, just doing what I love and not necessarily meaning the business is bad. Like it's actually amazing. It's just not for me. I'm so ready to do something meaningful for me and that's helping people. And so even if it's like, you know, only like three or four people or like a max schedule, like 15 or whatever, like as long as I'm doing something meaningful, that's kind of where I'm at in my life where I'm literally walking away and throwing everything away because doing something meaningful is the most important thing right now. And so that's coaching. And that's why I just, I know that this is it. Um, I, I still feel stuck being like, I don't know what to talk about, even though I have so much business experience and you pulled that out of me on that free call that I won. And it was like, okay, you know what I do? Like, why am I still very much like I'm new to this? And so I've kind of been like, I'm just going to talk about everything that I love talking about. And right now I feel like it's just such a wide variety of business topics that I, Mm -hmm. I'm not really hitting the mark with anyone because I'm like team and leadership, like smart business, you know, goals, like it's, it's literally everything. So I, I really need to like hone back in and be like, talk about these three things for 30 days. And then, you know, like, so that's, that's where I'm stuck right now is being like, what do I focus on? Because now that I'm like trying to get more comfortable talking about things, I'm just talking about everything. And it's like, <laughs> okay, that's all we're doing. is like swinging very far the other way. <laughs> totally. So it's like, I just need to find something and like, just stick with it. That's, that's kind of been the hardest thing um, right now. And so I think two weeks ago, that's why I made a bunch of videos and I just got really comfortable posting them out there. And so that was really good for me to be like, look, like my life didn't fall apart. I'm fine. And then, so now it's like, I don't know what to talk about because there's so many things. So I think that's the biggest thing that I need help with right now. I love that. I just want to say a couple of things to that. One is I watched a couple of those and I think that I love that you gave yourself that evidence of like, oh, these are actually good. And like, this isn't a big deal. And like, people aren't attacking me. My life doesn't fall apart. Whatever all that stuff is that we make up in our head going to happen. And I think the thing I want to illustrate most there is that you already feel different about that in two weeks. 
Yeah. Like that's how fast shifts can happen. Where now you're looking back at the you two weeks ago, that was like, my life will fall apart if I get super visible. Right. And you're like, kind of fine. Uh, I, I, I remember feeling that way, but I can't even really like tap into it anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. So just like kudos to you, because that when, when you push that comfort zone, that is how fast shifts can occur. You know what I mean? But if, when you stay stuck in the, well, I'll make a video once I feel comfortable, it's yeah. like a year later, you're like, so about that video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I want to go back to for just a moment, because I think it's so important because I think it's going to underscore everything we do in coaching is what was making you so unhappy about the old business? Um, what was, you know, the thing, I mean, that was kind of, maybe it's specific, maybe it's just really general, but I think that that's a really important thing to know because mm-hmm. at the very least, you're bringing a ton of data into this nice and that's super useful, right? Yeah. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint, but I know when I had my daughter, so she's three, we weren't planning her. Um, it was a, sp- a surprise. So within like the nine months, I like totally took myself out of the field and like had the business that would run fully without me, even though before mm-hmm. it was close. I think then jumping back in and being like, I want to be a hands-on mom. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, but I love business. So it was like, I can't be a stay-at-home mom, but I still want to do this business thing. And then going back and I prided myself on being like a great boss, like really supportive, really flexible, really caring. And there, there became a time. And especially in the last year where I didn't care about my employees problems anymore, because I was like, I like you're calling in sick. I really don't want to deal with that. Like, you know, things like that, where it was like, this is someone that like, I grew the company to be what it was because I cared so much. And now I just don't care. And so to force myself just to go every day because I had to, I was like, it's just not worth it. And so I think the care factor was huge. Um, And I'm just in a different place in my life. So when I started that business, I wanted to take over the city. I wanted hundreds of staff. I wanted all this. And it's like, because I have my family and I want to be like such a family oriented person, I still want a really great business, but I don't necessarily need something as big, as flashy, as like, you know, I've had that. It was good, but it's just not who I am anymore. And so doing something meaningful and being happy with, you know, what I'm doing, who I'm helping all that transition is, is what I'm after again. I think that the thing that's so interesting there too, is that you could put all of yourself into that business before. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you had your daughter and it was like, I'm getting so much fulfillment over here too. Mm -hmm. That to put all of myself back into this business that's not fulfilling me, the contrast just became so obvious, right? Yeah, Yeah, totally. And so I I think that that's something so useful to keep in mind is that I think what I see so many people do and probably what you did when you started your old business was feel like you have to dive Mm -hmm. all the way in, work on it all the time, make it your thing. And I think that's in part what you didn't like about the old business, right? Because you want to be there for your family. You want to be there for your daughter. So I think a lot of our work is to keep coming back to that part, actually. is like, does this fit around your life instead of the other way around, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Beautiful. One of the reasons I stopped Monica to really revisit what didn't work with her old business was because it is so important to dive into what didn't work so we don't bring that into our new business. For example, I think about it in terms of relationships. If you left an old relationship because you weren't happy and it wasn't working, if you didn't get really clear on what you want, what you didn't want, what you were contributing to that, it would be very easy to get into a new relationship and be in the exact same pattern. And business is the same way. If we don't figure out what was working, what wasn't working, and what our contribution was in a past business, the likelihood that we're gonna bring all of that baggage and all of those habits and all of those patterns to a new business is so likely. So we wanted to dive in and make sure that with this business, we're being super intentional about not recreating the same habits or patterns or situations that made Monica wanna leave the old business. Okay, cool. So I think that the first thing, and a really useful way to get past this is to go, what's the number one problem I'm solving for my people first? 
Because to a certain extent, and I'm not saying we're going to go like wild with this, but to a certain extent, you can kind of talk about whatever the F you want. Mm -hmm. If you keep bringing it back to why it solves that one problem. Mm -hmm. Now, are we going to get a little more streamlined? A hundred percent. But it's almost like we have to reverse engineer it. Like what's the problem then? What are all the things we can talk about based on that? Instead of like, what are all the things I just want to talk about? And then hopefully that solve some of their problems. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And I think with that, that one free call that I won with you, we had, we had came to the conclusion that like, I love running or creating businesses that are profitable that don't require you in there 24 seven. And, and I've been running with that ever since. Cause it's so true to who I am, what I talk about and what I believe and really want for everyone. Um, but then, but then where I kind of got stuck was like, I'm, so I'm talking about like a profitable business that doesn't require you there. I was just thinking like, maybe a lot of people aren't even there. Like they're where I was starting out where they just love being in it. And so they don't even know that that's going to be an issue in a little bit of time Mm. when you're like, I can't grow because I'm doing everything myself. So it was like, am I catching them before? Are these people that already realize it and are stuck? Or am I just thinking too much into it and, you know, still not doing anything about it? You know, maybe both, right? (laughs) Like I think that, um, I I do this to myself a lot because we're analyzers, which makes us really good at achieving in many ways, but also keeps us from achieving in many ways, right? And so I think to a certain extent, it is really important to know, like, when I'm saying profitable without needing you 24-7, who am I talking to in that? But also, I think that it it can sometimes just be like the right people are attracted to that. Like there may be some people that are like, I just want to work 60 hours a week mm-hmm. and that's amazing, but they just might not be your people. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think like one of the things I would say is, does that feel important to you because it's what you're most passionate about? Does that feel important to you because you just know you're really good at it? Like what's the driving force behind that at this moment? Mm-hmm. I think for me was knowing like, so when rich dad, poor dad got dropped on my lap and I wasn't even in business, I started learning about like, Oh wow. I'm surrounded by people that are in business. One being my grandpa who like to this day, work ethic, no one can come close, but he was <laughs> self-employed, couldn't hire staff because no one could do it as good as him. And so he was stuck literally until he died where mm. he had to work long hours every day to pay the bills. And it was like, you know, after realizing so many other people are stuck in that where they start a business and want the freedom and the profit and be their own boss. But at some point along the way, they get so like lost and stuck in like, it's essentially another job because you're there all the time stressed out doing it all. And so I think just knowing that when I started my first business that I wanted the best of both worlds, and it was, you know, it took a lot to create. And then it happened, just knowing like the freedom and how you can you know, be a great boss, have the profit, run a great company, but not have to work 24 hours a day. So I like, I don't know, is that just me? Is that something like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think what's, what's interesting about that is that I think that here's my opinion. And you tell me if this feels true for you. I think you have to start building that business from day one. (laughs) Yeah doesn't mean you hire staff from day one, but it means you build a business with the mentality of profitable without needing me 24 seven. I think again, personal opinion, but what I see to be true in this space is that to hit six figures and then try to build that business that doesn't need you. That's actually hard as hell, right? So I guess what I'm trying to say in this is I think your mission and message can be around creating a profitable business that doesn't require you 24 seven, but I think it could be like, let's build that from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Versus like, let's assume that you already have like all the funds to hire more team members and whatever. And I think maybe that could be the process you eventually walk them through. And I actually think that's super cool because you could, you know, continue to serve these clients through those different phases. Mm-hmm. But I think like as an entry point for them, like it would be really useful to be the one saying like, let's do this right from the beginning. Cause I actually think most people in our industry are saying like dive in and hustle from the beginning and worry about that later. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying like, so cool. My grandfather did that. And he did that for his whole life forever because he didn't 
ever break that habit. Does that feel true? What comes up for you on that? Totally. And actually before this call, I was doing your, the part three, I was just filling it in. And like, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I, that I had wrote was maybe, cause I hadn't really thought about it until now. Cause I keep going back to like, I don't know how to run the online business thing. So I can't really talk about startup, but it went back to me being like, maybe I actually helped them start the business foundations the right way. Like, like what you just said, and it didn't have to be specifically online business. It was like, maybe I'm just going to help them start. And then I kind of just stopped there. That was like the first time I've ever gone back to square one. Yeah, totally. Um, so I'm going to give you a super hard time here. Cause you know, first of all, why not right now? <laughs> but I think that there is a little bit of a story for you. And the reason I know this is because we had that free call too. Yeah. And I think the story is, I don't know about online business. Mm. And I just think it's not true. Okay. Because what did you, like, let's just go through it. Like, did you have to pick an ideal client to for your previous business? Yeah. Did you have to pick a mission and a message? Yeah. <laughs> did you have to create a marketing plan and strategy? Yeah. Did you have to figure out how to get in front of your people? Totally. Did you have to fucking nail sales? Yeah, 100%. Right. Like it's all the same. It's yeah. just in a different container. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I would even argue that it's probably harder what you did than starting an online business because it, in the online space at this moment, like you can pretty much go and find someone that's already curated a group of all your ideal clients yeah. and start talking to them. You had to like do that from square one, right? Yeah. Like nobody was like, here are all the people in our city that need house cleaners. Cool. Go talk to them. Like, hi, that would have been pretty freaking easy, right? Never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that you built those foundations from the ground up, probably with no help to figure any of that out, right? Yeah. Um. And for me, I think that that actually makes you the most valuable as a business coach because you're bringing outside perspective in, right? Yeah. Okay. Someone recently asked me in a live stream, what are you doing right now to, um, I forget how they said it, but uh, like further your growth, like how are you growing as a coach and business owner? And the answer I gave was like, I'm trying to spend as much time as I can looking at businesses outside of our industry Okay. because I'm way more concerned with how other people are doing and how we bring that to this industry than like how to create another six month package. Cause like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that you're just missing this magic that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, when all of us are like trying to go find it and look for it, and you're like, oh no, 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 don't it, that's fine. I <laughs> but I've never, you know, whatever, written a message for online. Like it's the same, right? So funny that you're calling me out like that because it needs to happen, but it's like <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, give your head a is shake. It uncomfortable or like, is it hard for you to like receive that you're bringing a lot or what's kind of off about that for you? Like, I think it's just so funny because I'm so used to being like, yeah, but like, but you have to like talk about yourself and this and that. And that was one of the things you had called out where you're like, I'm sorry, but that's online business. So get, <laughs> get used to it. And I was like, okay, like you're a hundred percent right. And I think it's good. I think, I think before the hardest part was me being like, okay, I'm going to have to talk about myself or like. Mm-hmm. people are going to want to hire me to teach them how to have an online business. When for me, it doesn't feel successful yet because I haven't had a client. I haven't, you know, generated income, gotten them the results that they, you know, are hiring me for. So it kind of feels like, like a fraud in a way where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not just someone coming and saying I can do it. I do have the back end experience in other industries. So I just keep forgetting. I just keep thinking it's like, there's a line in the sand. That's something else. This is something else when it's kind of not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have so many things to say about that. <laughs> um, uh, so, so let me like try to bullet point them, but I just want to say that I like so appreciate you sharing that because I think that like, we have all been there. Like I remember that exact feeling. And like, I, I want to say that because one, you're not alone. And two, like, 
it, you'll get through it. If that makes sense. Like nobody that's done this online thing ever had evidence coming into it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny to say it, but it's like, I don't know anybody that's built an online business that had free evidence that they knew how to build an online business. Right. Yeah. I love that Monica brought up her feelings of imposter syndrome. One, because I think it's so beautiful how she was able to articulate that right from the beginning. And two, because it is just something that everyone deals with. No matter how experienced or inexperienced clients are that come to me, I will tell you that nine times out of 10, they're experiencing some version of imposter syndrome along their journey. So I love that she was able to shine a light on that and show that even though she's built multiple businesses and in other industries, she still brings that feeling to the table. And what we can learn from that is that it is just part of the business building experience. It is just part of the human experience. And the more we can give ourselves grace and permission around that feeling, instead of thinking, gosh, this must mean that I'm an imposter. Instead, gosh, this must mean that I'm growing on this journey, that I'm leaning into new things. That is an absolute game changer because it is normal and because it is part of the process. So often what I try to help clients remember is that just because you feel something or think something, it doesn't mean it's true. So just because imposter syndrome is a normal feeling, it does not mean that it's true. In fact, primarily because it is a normal feeling that most of us experience at some point, you can be almost certain that it is probably not true. So I love that we were able to look at the fact that for her, she can experience this feeling and it can be really normal and it can still be not true because she has so much experience that she's bringing to the table. But here's what I would say, a couple things. I think that um, one is I want you to be really clear that you're a coach, not a consultant. Okay. Okay. And what I mean by that is like, the way I look at it is this, like as a coach, I can help a lot of people in businesses that I've never even had because I get foundationally what business is about. And I get how to ask people the right questions to get them out of their own way. Like, I think I could help you with your cleaning business in a heartbeat. Yeah. I don't want to, and you don't want me to, but I, I believe that I could. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get business and because I get coaching and because I get what questions help you move through your crap, right? Yeah. Now, if I was consulting, i.e. you're hiring me to give you all the answers okay, and be the complete expert, cool. I probably need to be in the business that you're in or have like very, very, very niche specific knowledge in the business that you're in. Does that make sense? Yeah. A hundred percent. I think I needed that clarification, even though it is so obvious, but it's like, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. You're not giving them step-by-step. This is what you're going to do. The only way to do it. It's like, you're answering those questions. You're helping them, you know, pull out all those points that they need help with when they can't see it. Exactly. And it's why most like business consultants or like consulting firms mm-hmm. are so, 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 so niched because mm-hmm. it's impossible to have that much knowledge where any business that comes to you, you can be like, cool, here are your 16 steps. Yeah. Don't deviate from them. Just do this. What like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so give yourself a little permission there and a little grace that like, you know, if somebody came to, I'm just making something up, came to you and was a graphic designer, you don't want to start doing that to yourself where you're like, oh, well, I've never been a graphic designer, so I can't help you. Like, could you help them with all the things we talked about, right? Like messaging, ideal client, nailing their marketing plan, looking at their mindset, thinking about how to build a business that they don't have to be in 24 seven. Like it almost has nothing to do with what they do to a certain extent, right? Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um, So a lot of it is like you getting super clear on what you're good at and then how you can lay that over different businesses instead of feeling like, oh, I have to pick the type of business and then fit myself into that model. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's, yeah, that's makes me feel so much better because I don't know why I thought like, yeah, I'd have to, 
you know, like someone, a coach hiring me, it's like, well, I haven't been there yet. So I can't help you, but you're totally right. in that there are just so many things I could help them with. It doesn't matter if I'm the best at their profession, like that doesn't matter. Right. And I I honestly think that sometimes that's even not as useful because Mm -hmm. if I'm the best at their profession, I'm probably just going to tell them, do it exactly how I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And what I know to be true from being in this space for a while is the do it exactly how I did it model very infrequently actually works. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Cause like I was telling you, I had two coaches that were very much like, I did this, you do it. And it was like, but that doesn't feel right. So I'm just not doing it. And then of course not getting the results because it's just like that worked for you, but that's not comfortable for me or whatever. So that makes a lot of sense. A hundred percent. The other thing I want to mention, I may have said this to you on our free call, but let's just say, say it one more time. So your brain can be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Um, is that everyone that has starts coaching doesn't have results initially. Yeah. Cause that was something you mentioned. Like I don't have results that show that. So when I started my business, I focused a lot on content mm-hmm. and a lot of my marketing was like, Hey, you really need amazing content because nobody that you look up to in this industry isn't putting out killer content every day. And I would literally use people as examples. Like I would be like, have you looked at Marie Forleo's Instagram? Like she is putting out amazing content every day. That's why her business is growing. Right. Okay. And so I wasn't saying I helped Marie Forleo, (laughs) although that would be cool. Um, What I was saying is like, what I know for sure is the thing I'm helping you with gets you results. Okay. Does that make sense? So I could speak to results, but I wasn't yet saying like, and I have a million. Yeah. They didn't. But people were resonant with the idea of like, yeah, I really do need help on content because I can see how that's a thing. So in other words, we can borrow other people's examples until we build up enough of our own to share it. So for example, if we're talking about, um, you know, like getting profitable without needing you 24 seven, like you can be like, listen, no, there is no business that you're looking up to where the owner of it is in it 24 seven and enjoying their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like you could pick someone that talks about this or whatever, but my point is you can talk about results without having yet gotten them Mm -hmm. in a really integrity based way. In other words, like, yeah, totally. I was never going out there going contents made me a shit ton of money because it hadn't yet, Yeah, but I'm still going to be an advocate for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think, so that was where, when I was like, yes, I'm going to talk about like the profitable business without being in it 24 seven. It was like, all I was thinking about like, okay, my businesses are the people closest to me in that advice, but I wasn't necessarily being like, yeah, these people that people are looking up to, they aren't doing it. Like, you know, exactly what you just said, they're not doing it all themselves. And so to get that, you know, those lines connected, I think that's going to be huge and definitely give me more to talk about instead of just Kind of like I feel like I'm always talking about myself again, which is obviously like an issue for me. But yeah, <laughs> okay, like a bridge, right? Where it's <laughs> like you can lean into that more, but you don't have to have all that pressure either. Yeah. But I do think that you have a lot more results there than you've given yourself credit for. Like I know that you were making multiple five figures not working in your business. <laughs> well, not that you were working, but you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah taking like completely the CEO role in your business, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a result, you know? And I think that your tendency is to say, but I'm not going to use that because it wasn't online. It's not really relevant. Do you know what I mean? Like adult, I mean, we're not going to lie about it and say it was online, but I'm saying like, it's not relevant that it wasn't either. Right. Like, at the end of the day, you still have experience building businesses. I mean, and, and we haven't even talked about this, but you've done this multiple times, right? You have the business, the real estate business as well. Um, so you have multiple pieces of evidence that you can build a business that doesn't require you 24-7, right? And again, I would advocate that that's actually 
makes you a better business coach. Now you have experience in multiple industries <laughs> and you probably just did the same thing in both for the most part, right? Yeah. yeah. So part of your homework is going to be like, what were some of those principles that you use to do this more than once, right? One thing that was super important to focus on with Monica was really starting with the results she wanted to get her client. So, so often I see people focusing on like, well, these are all the things I know about and these are all the things I can talk about. And it feels so wide ranging and it just feels all over the place. And so that was a lot of what Monica initially brought to this session is just feeling all over the place. And like, there was so much that she could talk about. So tying it to the end result is so incredibly important because then we can figure out what actually makes sense to talk about from there and how does it tie back to the end result. So we work on this totally different than I think a lot of our industry teaches. We start with the problem and work backwards instead of starting with all the topics and trying to work forward. So if you're feeling stuck, that is the most important thing you can figure out first is what is the number one result I want to get my clients and then work backwards from there. And I promise it will get so much easier. Probably everything from doing it from the beginning to finding the right people to insisting upon it, to deciding, to creating a certain mindset, to having a certain way of looking at it. Like you can just brain dump those and share them with me in a Google doc. Like, don't feel like you have to be like, here are my seven principles and they're perfect. Like just like get them out and let's start exploring through them because that's also where you're going to find that, um, clarity around what am I talking about? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to start to realize like, Oh wait, like I actually know what I'm doing because I've done the same thing multiple times and it keeps resulting in a profitable business that doesn't require me 24 seven. Right. Yeah. And so we're just taking it and putting it on top of a different business. It's like mindset strategy and execution. Mm -hmm. I really believe I could put that on top of any business in any industry and it would be relevant. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so you have had multiple businesses in multiple industries. I promise you know what you're doing. Thank you. (laughs) Isn't that funny that like, so like the little thing of like confidence or whatever can be clouding everything. And it's like an excuse for literally the last year where it's like, I want this, but like, I'm not ready yet or whatever. It's just insane. I think that, I think just some permission giving here, this online space is tough because like in your other businesses in real estate and in cleaning, like you're not staring in the face, all of your, I mean, like I use the term competitors loosely, but you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You're not staring in the face, all of your competitors all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing about their successes and what they think you should be doing in this and how much money they're making. And if that was true in cleaning, you'd be second guessing yourself all the time. Yeah. You just didn't have that experience in that business. So you gave yourself the grace and permission to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, does that feel true? Like it's it's almost like we, we're in so much noise that our confidence can get kind of beat down a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that makes so much sense because it was like, even in the real estate and, and everything, it was like, we didn't really know what we were doing. We knew what we wanted. And so we just started, you know, we started and like, is it getting us there? No, we need to redirect. Is it working? Okay. Let's carry on, you know, and you're totally right where you're always reading posts online about someone else doing it this way and getting those results. And then, so you second guess like, Oh, maybe I got to do it that way. And it's like, so you've wasted time trying when you're like, no, what I actually had was better. Now I got to like loop back and actually just continue doing what I was doing. So that's very, very true. I love that we're recording this because I want you to go back and listen to that, that like two minute thing that you said there, because you just explained everything about business, which is like, I mean, I literally wrote down this quote because I think it was so amazing. We didn't know what we were doing. We just knew what we wanted. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I actually have goosebumps. Like that's so powerful, right? Like you're using every mindset principle (laughs) that we preach 
you just decided Mm -hmm. and you just didn't worry about the how totally yeah right like oh yeah and then you just kept doing stuff and you were like that works cool let's do more of it oh that one didn't let's stop doing that right yeah and like that is the whole game we're playing here that's what you're going to help every one of your clients with that's what you're going to do for yourself in this business that's the whole game you're going to decide what you want you're going to test it and do it. okay right yeah yeah and no matter what Susie says yeah. online in her Facebook post you're going to put your your blinders on and stay your course right yes yeah and I think that's going to be I mean, just knowing that like, I'm going to give my per- myself permission not to read everyone's posts or like the coaches that are doing better, because I think that's what I had kept trying was like, okay, who are the successful people and what are they doing? And what can I like adopt from what they're doing and, and tweak it to something that that's working for me. But I was just constantly wanting to learn. It's like, I'm obsessed with trying to learn where it's like, okay, no, I know enough to just stop learning and like, stop looking at these people to like, copy or like take advice and just start and just, you know, just keep going with what I'm doing. Another really important piece of this, and I'm going to give you this as homework. And I, I've given this before as homework to clients and people either love it or they like hate it. Like they look at me like, no, 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 no. Or they're like, oh, thank God someone finally gave me permission. So we'll see what, what comes up. Right. But I want you to go on a 60 days, like detox from want you to unsubscribe from every email list you're on. I want you to not watch any live streams. I want you to not listen to any podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> what about your live streams? <laughs> um, what? Okay. <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> because so many things in life are actually really simple if we stay the course. So I think about this with like dieting a lot. Like almost every quote unquote diet out there works, right? But if you're keto on Monday and vegan on Tuesday and do Weight Watchers on Wednesday and Jenny Craig on Thursday and whatever, you're not going to get results and you're going to be frustrated AF because you're going to be like, but I'm doing everything I can. And it's like, right. But if you actually just picked one of those and stuck to it, that's what would actually get you the results. And that's what we do in business all the time, right? Is we're like, cool, I'm going to take something from this coach and something from this coach and something from this coach and something from this coach. And there's something to be said for that once you have your own yeah. clear process in place. But when you don't and you're trying to piece together all of it, it gets super confusing, super fast. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you're never going to have that. We just need blinders for a little bit so you can get your process in place. So then when you're listening to a podcast, you're like, oh, that part actually applies to this piece of my already solidified process. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, guess I'll try that. Guess I'll try that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like revamp the whole thing and do it this guy's way. Like, yeah, yeah, completely. And that's, it's actually like exciting for me to be like, okay, like just stop and just hammer down because for whatever reason, it feels like you know, so many things going on that you want to like catch little bits of it or like come back and watch that later where it's like, you know what, just know for however many, you know, 30, 60 days, I'm just not. And just knowing that going into it, I think is going to make a huge, like it's going to be a huge game changer because then I'm only focused on like what I'm doing, the results and like what I can do to fix it or like keep going when something's working. And I think that's important. Yeah, you're going to find so much more trust in yourself too for for two reasons. One, because you're going to actually have the quiet time to think. I mean, how bad are we all with that sometimes? It's like anytime I have a moment, I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. Anytime I have a second, I'm watching a bit like, right? We just never have any silence. Yeah. And then two, you're actually going to have the silence and then act on what you find there and what we find in our calls. And you're going to build that trust muscle again in this business, just like you did with the other ones. Like you could probably burn your real estate or cleaning business down tomorrow and be like, I would know exactly what to do to rebuild that the next day if I wanted to. And you're going to start to get that trust in yourself in the online space, yeah, which is a game changer, right? But if you're like, well, it only happened because <laughs> I followed that one podcast and then it still isn't that idea of like, 
it works for me. It works because I'm good at this. It works because I know my shit, right? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So 60 days. Um, <laughs> you may fall back here and there and that's totally fine. You're going to be like Question. 10 minutes into a live stream. I'm going to be like, oh, crap. <laughs> Um, okay. Just to like get the logistics out of the way. Audible. <laughs> Audible is that like no listening to books? Cause I'm like obsessed. Here's what I would say. Like, let's, let's not make it. Like, <laughs> how do I want to say it? we want to like, so you love that. And that's fun for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about like, what brings me joy versus what makes me feel bad. I.e. when I'm listening to another live stream about all the things I'm not doing, and I'm taking notes about how maybe I should change my whole process. Like, ew, I'm feeling bad. Yeah. If I'm listening to an audible book and it's inspiring me and it's pumping me up and it makes me feel refreshed and it yeah. makes people tapped into my business, like, hell yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just like maybe the audible book is more on like mindset or inspiration or something yeah. like high level that just like excites you versus like the practical steps of like I don't know here's how to get clients online like I mean right does that make sense like we want you to pick something that lifts you up versus that makes you take a bunch of notes about all the shit you're doing wrong (laughs) yeah completely yeah makes sense cool um so yes by all means like listen to what excites you and lights you up when we're thinking detox we mean like Mm -hmm. the consumption from the place of there must be something I don't know mm-hmm. versus this just excites the crap out of me right mm-hmm. like I could listen to Mike Dooley and in like 10 minutes be like I'm gonna take over the world like that's really useful right yeah yeah oh my gosh I love a good content detox you guys I give this homework quite often to my clients. And as I said to Monica, some love it and some are like, oh my gosh. But everyone at the end ends up really, really, really appreciating it because it is such an opportunity to listen to yourself, to trust yourself, and to put on those blinders while you're finding your own way. Now, this does not mean it's forever. And I am certainly not an advocate for not listening to other people or growing or looking at new ways to do things. But I am absolutely an advocate for putting on blinders at the beginning of your business because you have not built up the self-trust enough to be in a situation where you're getting all this noise coming in and you can actually filter for what's true for you and what's not. When you have built up the self-trust, content can be super useful because you can start to filter. This feels true. This makes sense in my process. This doesn't. So if you're listening to this and you find that you're constantly overwhelming yourself, if you're wanting to try a new strategy every week, burn down one thing you're doing to start the next because of all this noise that's coming at you, a content detox can be a really, really, really helpful way to do that. Cool. Um, Okay. So we've kind of hit on a couple of things for homework. Obviously you're going to do some unsubscribing. Yeah. Um, you're going to do a brain dump on like, what were the principles I used to build a profitable business in the past? And then another thing I want you to think about is what did that look like before I even needed a team? Because I think that I'm really, really loving. And I think you are too, this idea of like, build a business that doesn't need you 24 seven before you even need to hire a team before you even need to mm-hmm. outsource. Like what does that look like from square one? Like maybe it just looks like setting up really efficient processes, right? Maybe it just looks like making um, clear steps so that when you do outsource it, it's actually clear. Maybe it looks like, you know, creating profit, as first as a focus. So then you can outsource, like think about what that means for you, but does that make sense? Yeah. Now it's going to feel like it's a little bit of a slow crawl. And what I mean by that is like, it almost can feel sometimes like, okay, but that's it for my homework because like what else (laughs) can I do? And here's what I would say to that. This is like the most important thing you could possibly do because if in a week you nail your principles and you nail um, what it looks like to be profitable without you starting at the beginning or whatever, you just nailed the foundation. 
for your business. If you're like, cool, but like what else? And I'm not saying you are, I just think it's a normal thing when we start coaching to kind of feel like, okay, but like there's only three, (laughs) (laughs) right? Um, If you kind of push this to the side and focus on like, what else, what else, what else? Mm -hmm. You're going to end up going in 90 days. So I think I need to pivot my message or whatever. And it's super frustrating. Um, So really focus in on these. But the other thing I want to say about it is keep making your videos anyway. Even if they feel scattered, even if they feel all over the place, like the way that you're going to get good at that is doing it anyway and giving yourself permission to do it anyway. Just like look in two weeks, how different your mindset is around it. And then in a this week, while you're writing this, you're going to end up making some videos that touch on some of these things. Then we're going to get even more honed in, but like, don't stop that process while you're waiting to like nail things. Keep doing that. Like stay in that momentum. Like you probably had to work really hard to get the ball rolling (laughs) to make those videos. Do not stop the ball from rolling so that you have to start it again. Does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's like the best piece of advice from this, this whole call right now is like, you're like, and that's it. And I'm like, but I've got, you know, seven days or however, but it's like, so what I would have done is just sure rush through the answers to those questions K next, but like, you're forcing me to like, keep thinking about it, keep expanding, keep, you know, seeing if something else comes up. And that's really the difference is that trying to rush through and keep checking off things and getting to the next step and, you know, wanting everything so fast. I think this is, you know, just the beginning of something so exciting. Yeah. Super exciting. I love that. And I love that you're willing to lean into that because I know that's really hard, but what I see to be true is that anytime we're trying to do the, like, what else, what else, what else thing, what ends up happening is that we stop start so much because we like burn out or we change course or whatever. And it's actually such a slower slog to results when you actually like hone in on something and like nail it and feel amazing about it. Like the results come so much faster. So like kudos to you for being like, Hey, there's a little uncomfortability here. And I can see how this has to be the thing I lean into. Right. Yeah. And the other thing that's true is that you have access to me in base camp. So if you feel like, honestly, I totally nailed these principles. Like I had a divine download. I wrote for three hours. Like I feel so good about it. It doesn't mean we can't decide what's next for you. It doesn't mean we can't, you know, talk in base camp and go, cool. So like, we're done here. What's next? Mm-hmm. We absolutely can. Don't feel like you have to wait for a call for that. Okay. But also like, we don't want to create more to do before you nail this. So yeah. in other words, the timeline depends on you, but don't feel like you have to wait for a call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So something that we focused on at the end of this session was her continuing to do her videos and do what she was doing and putting the entirety of her focus really on getting clear on her process and how she's going to end up working with clients and thinking about business. This is so vital. And I think that's something that we skip through so often is that the more you get clear in the beginning on things like how I think about business, what my process is, the more you have a foundation from which to build off of. So then when she writes new content next week, when she creates her packages, when she dives into her programs, she's going to have this super solid foundation to keep coming back to. It would be easy to rush through that and not spend too much time on it and try to throw it together very quickly. But because Monica is bringing so much knowledge, from her past experience, I really want her to take the time to solidify this, to think about this, and to truly be able to step into that thought leadership role that she's taking in the online space. And so it can be easy to want to go, what's next, what's next, what's next? And ultimately what I wanted to show her is keep doing what you're doing, but give this your focus because if you set this foundation, the container you have to grow from is so solid. And if you don't, it will always, always feel shaky. It doesn't mean it's not gonna change or evolve or that she's not gonna pivot, but it means that she has a solid foundation on which to start. Beautiful. Okay, so you're gonna have these to do's for me in Basecamp. You'll get an email from Basecamp inviting you into our project. So look for that later today. And then just shoot me a message in Campfire when you get in there. Let me know you're in there. And then again, remember, I'm here for you. So communicate with me. Share these Google Docs with me. Tell me where you're getting stuck. Tell me what's coming up for you. Because the best 
way we're going to um, get results is for you to feel like you can come to me with that stuff and not, you know, get stuck tomorrow and then wait till next week to be like, so I felt good after our call and then I hit a bump and so I haven't done anything. Like, yeah. don't let that happen. Like, that's what I'm here for. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Any other questions? No, that's good. I'm excited. Thanks again so much. Like, oh, this perfect timing. And it's so weird how everything works out. Like you with this new project and me being like, okay, I got to get outside of my comfort zone, <laughs> you know? And here we are, right? <laughs> so yeah. proud of you and so proud of you for, um, you know, just like sharing, sharing the mindset stuff as it comes up. I think like, I, I think that you will get so much out of this coaching experience because we're, we're talking about the practical. And then when we do, you're like, so here's what's coming up. And then we talk about the practical and then here's what's coming up. And I feel like sometimes it takes me a while to get clients to even think about things in that way. Okay. So like just major credit to you because that's so useful because it's like, we can deal with both and we can kind of move them in parallel lines. Okay. Right. Instead of like, all we talk about is strategy, then turns out you freeze this week because all of the stuff that was coming up, we didn't get to address. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, my dear, thank you so much. This was lovely. I will talk to you in base camp and keep me posted on how you're doing. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I'll talk soon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. So one of the things I loved most here at the end was when Monica said, We didn't know what we were doing, but we knew what we wanted. Oh, I just felt like she summarized business in such a beautiful way with that. Nobody knows what they're doing, right? Everyone starts at square one going, I have this vision and I have to figure out how to get there. And if you try to map out the entire plan before you start moving toward that vision, you will always feel like it's not enough. You will always feel frustrated. You will always feel like it's missing something and you will always want to change it. If you just start moving toward what you want and make adjustments along the way and test and tweak, that is how you create success. That is how you actually get to the finish line faster. So I really want to underscore the importance of that. And I really plan on reinforcing that for Monica many, many times through our work together, because that idea of knowing what you want and not having to know exactly how you're going to get there is the absolute best way to approach and run business because it really gives you a lot of freedom instead of feeling like you should know everything initially because that's never going to happen. And quite frankly, it's how people stay stuck for years, right? So I hope that all of you that are listening took something beautiful away from that. And I hope you can apply that idea to your business. I don't have to know exactly what I'm doing. What I have to know is exactly what I want and move toward that and test and tweak along the way. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated.